Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hawk moths live a shadowy existence. They stick their tongues down the necks of flowers, all the while being tossed around on the wind. And as if that wasn't enough, they do it all in the pitch dark. So how do they do it? Simon Sponberg has uncovered the secret and he explained his findings to Greer Jackson. Hawk moths are twilight flyers and they feed by having this long proboscis or tongue-like structure that they actually have coiled up in their mouth and they can dip it into a flower sort of like a straw and using that they're able to suck the nectar up uh, from the flower and feed from it. Clearly there's something spectacular going on here because there's no way I could stick my tongue into a flower whilst it's blowing around in the wind in daylight, yet alone at night. So how are they doing this? Well, not just that, you would have to be hovering in midair while doing it. We know from a number of really great studies that have looked very carefully at how the eyes of these animals work. So these insects have compound eyes with many little facets on them. And the compound eyes actually have a pupil-like structure that retracts and allows more light from multiple facets to illuminate each of the individual little light-sensitive neurons. And that's really good, but we know from looking at the physics of how that eye works that that alone can't account for how sensitive the moth is. So the idea that people have hypothesized before and that we wanted to set out and test was that maybe the moth is using a temporal strategy too. And what I mean by that is maybe it's using something sort of like the shutter speed on our camera. So if you have a video camera or a still camera and you slow down the shutter speed, what you're doing is you're exposing the film for a longer period of time. And if the moth's brains could sort of be slowing down, then the brains of the moths could be much more sensitive to light. And so we set out to test that, and the prediction then is that if you have a video camera and you slow down the shutter speed, what's going to happen is you're going to get brighter images, but if you're trying to take really fast images, the images are going to start to blur together. And if you're trying to track something that's moving, you'll lag behind the motion. These slow, blurry motion videos, surely that means it wouldn't even be able to collect food. So how are you testing this, what it can see? So what we did is we made an artificial flower, and then we mounted on a set of actuators so that we had a robotic artificial flower that the moth could track. And how did they get on? Uh, so the moths were able to track remarkably well. We were actually very surprised. They could cast back and forth in midair up to 14 times a second, which is sort of remarkable to me. I mean, I can't even do that on the ground, much less uh, uh, alone in, in midair. No, quite. So you're saying you're vibrating these flowers and they're moving backwards and forwards every second. So that presumably means they are slowing down their brain and opening their eyes enough to be able to track these pretty well. Yeah, so they're actually doing a remarkably good job, and they still do remarkably good at tracking the flowers even under low light levels. But that didn't tell us what the moth had to do in nature. So what we wanted to do is we found this cutoff right at about two wiggles a second for the flower 
that the moth sort of did a lot worse at at low light. So we asked, well, is there something special about the two wiggles a second? And so what we did is we did what I call the least glamorous field research you can imagine. We went to the botanical garden and we collected a bunch of flowers that hawk moths like to feed from. And we took those flowers and we set them up to blow around in the breeze. And what we found is that flowers only blow in the wind at speeds less than twice a second. Twice a second. So they're perfectly tuned for what we see in nature. Yeah, they're exactly matching up. And that was really impressive to us because what it's meaning to us is that the moth is slowing down its brain, but it's only doing it to the point where if it slowed the brain down any more, it would start to interfere with its ability to track the natural movements of real flowers. It strikes me that they seem to have stripped everything down that's not necessary to achieve this with a brain that's well, smaller than a pea, really. Is there anything that us humans can be learning from hawk moths and their incredible visual abilities? Looking at the small but still very complex brains of these insects and how they're able to deal with these challenging environments and perform incredible feats of locomotion is really useful because what we can do is we can start to understand the physics of how the animal's flying and the dynamics of its motion and use that to sort of inform what the brain has to be doing and that that might have some application to our engineered or synthetic systems that also have to rely on vision like new age robots and such. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. 